0: Welcome to The Carnivore Cast, a podcast focused on the carnivore diet and lifestyle with practical advice from successful carnivores, citizen scientists, and top researchers. I'm your host, Scott Maslinski, and I'm here to speak with experts and experienced carnivores to get answers to your biggest and meatiest questions while helping you live your best life as a carnivore. This episode is brought to you by LMNT Electrolytes. This month, we're switching it up with an exclusive offer that's only for VIP LMNT partners, including Karn Cast listeners. You can now
1: receive this free sample pack along with any regular purchase when you use my custom link, which is provided in the show notes or my Instagram link in bio. That's drinklmnt.com forward slash Karnor Cast, all one word. And as I said, I'll include the link in the show notes. LMNT electrolytes are convenient, evidence-based and delicious and get yours today to help support the show. Thank you. Colt Milton at Colt Milton is a keto carnivore bodybuilding coach, accomplished natural bodybuilder, proud dad and husband, and owner of Superset Your Life, which includes awesome custom gym attachments, merchandise, and an incredible co- podcast with his wife, Taylor, at Taylor E.A. Milton, Taylor Leah Milton, excuse me, um, <laughs> who came on the podcast last time with Colt. Um, so definitely check out that episode episode if you haven't listened to it yet. Um, and also they have a great YouTube channel, Skull Bells TV. Welcome to the show again, Cole. Thank you
2: very much, Scott. Very honored to be here,
1: yeah. um, awesome. So I want to start with, you know what's new with you and and how have you been?
2: Uh, I've been doing been doing absolutely amazing. These last uh, two two months was um, it was a grind. It took more out of me than I ever thought that it would. But um, when you when you go through any kind of a struggle in life, whether it's a self-imposed one, like a bodybuilding competition or something that's ag- actually tragic happening, it feels like the world's crashing down when it happens. But coming out of the other side, you realize that it was worth it. And there's um, some things that I wish I would have done differently over the course of those competitions. And there's some things that we um, we definitely had a lot of big wins to celebrate. So. Definitely definitely have no regrets.
1: (laughs) Great. Yeah. I'm excited to get into all that. So your recent contest prep, um, tell us a little bit more about kind of the background there. Why did you choose to compete? Um, now what goals did you have for yourself?
2: Um, and then we can kind of go from there. Mm -hmm. So I was already sold on the carnivore diet and, uh, thank you again. I've told you this a million times. Um, so you're probably sick of hearing it, but, uh, your show is really where I cut my teeth on, no pun intended, the carnivore diet um, and Sean Baker's books, and um, I mean all all the people that are in the are in the carnivore community. And um, over the years, I've just I've experienced so many health benefits from it, and it it helped it really helped me to get past my eating disorder. I've had a lifetime of bulimia and body dysmorphia issues, and so. Being able to cut out carbs wasn't like wasn't like the the biggest thing that had an impact on it. But that was one of the key factors that really helped me to get past that and to realize that um, there's a lot of lies in the in in the uh, fitness industry and in in, in nutrition. And um, there's things that make sense scientifically, things that make sense on paper. I'm not really the expert on any of that. I'm just the lab, the lab rat that just tries everything. I'm like, well, you're not going to know what works for you until you actually do it and find out what works for you, you know? And so half the people that we train, they're on, they're on a meat-based diet to where they, to where they're like pretty much like us, like they're eating exclusively meat and salt, which is fun. It's freaking awesome. Um, And then there's people that want more of a, want more of a balanced approach and really just perform better on it. And I'm just looking at them like, if you want to win this show, I don't think the ketogenic diet is right for you. Um, you know, one size, one size doesn't fit all, I guess, is what I'm getting at.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I I um, feel like I'm talking to myself in some ways. I totally agree with that. I think self-experimentation is awesome. I advocate for it all the time. It's the only way you truly learn whether something works for you. Um, And yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, the carnivore diet is not black or white, and it is not a one-size-fits-all approach. Um, So I love that. So um, focusing on on your um, competition, and then I definitely want to get into some of your experience with clients, too. Um, How did it go? What did you learn? How is this prep different than others?
2: This prep was... It was the definitely the most condition that I've been able to achieve, and definitely the most, um, the most sustainable. It, it definitely felt better. It was easier to stick That's to. Awesome. So, so I, yeah. So I did eight shows with a uh, high carbohydrate. And, and just for folks listening, sorry to interrupt. Can you mm-hmm. explain what condition
1: means? Because not everyone will. Oh.
2: No oh, problem. sorry. Yeah. No <laughs> problem. Uh, c- conditioning would be uh, becoming as, as lean as possible. Uh, b- bodybuilding is in um, a lot of ways, and I believe it should be. And we try to keep it um, as, as much as we can to be a health first sport. Um, but at the end of the day, the sport revol- revolves around having as much muscle as you can possibly have at one time while having as little body fat as possible at one time. And that's not a healthy way to live your life. It's not as sustainable to live your life. It's great for a short period of time. And it's a lot yeah. of fun. And it's totally worth it. <laughs> um, but to but to do it long but to do it long term, um, that's 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 really tough. So this competition prep, in uh, comparison to the eight that I did with um, with carbohydrates as my primary fuel source, I found that. Um, on a meat-based diet, eliminating carbs, hundred percent and eliminating particularly fiber as much as possible was very helpful in maintaining, uh, and, and, maintaining, um, a level, a level of satiety that was, that was doable. Um, it just, it just wasn't doable for me before I I'm, I'm an endomorph. And so I have a genetically, I have a very hard time, um, getting lean and staying lean. And so, on, on, on this, on this last prep, um, I was like, okay, I'm taking a long prep and we're doing four shows in a row because these are the shows that our clients are wanting to do. And I'm just going to do the same shows as them. I'm there as a coach and they're so close together. I might as well just do all these shows at the same time. And I could try different peaking protocol every time. Sounded like a great idea, but, uh, it, definitely completely overtaxed me. I'm not going to lie. I do not recommend doing that to anybody. If you're going to pick one show, great. If you're going to do two shows back to back, great. Three or four. Um, I I, I wish I, that, that was biting off a bit more than we could chew. <laughs> yeah. And coaching at the same
1: time, I'm sure it's an added stress and an added um, demand on you.
2: Yeah, exactly. Um, the second show in Omaha, I was, I, I was conditioned. I was lean enough and I was, uh, and, and I was, my, my physique was actually better than it was four weeks before, but I didn't place as well. And I didn't do as well on the stage because I was, um, I was focused, focused uh, more on my client and traveling and everything. <laughs> so. This episode is brought to you by Optimal Carnivore. Many
1: people I talk to struggle to get enough organ meat on a carnivore diet. There's debate about whether you need to eat organs or not. But I like to supplement with organ meats, and it makes me feel better, and many carnivores would agree. Optimal Carnivore was created by carnivores for carnivores. In fact, I was consulted during the formulation, which is pretty cool. Um, they have a unique organ complex that combines nine different organs, liver, brain, heart, and more, um, all from grass-fed, grass-finished animals in New Zealand. And taking six capsules a day is the same as eating an ounce of raw liver, um, and it's it's Completely freeze dried, and they use a very high quality process to retain all the nutrients. You can use the link in the episode description, or um, the link in my Instagram bio, and use the code Carnwar10 to save a checkout and support the show. Thank you. Talk about your different approach to the different shows. How did you? Um, what did you do differently between shows, and, and um, what did you learn from that?
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, the first one I was like, let's just play this one as safe as absolutely possible. You know, um, I, and I, and I haven't trained anybody through a show up to this point on the carnivore diet or on the ketogenic diet, because I'm like, I I refuse to, I haven't done it personally, even though I did a test one and it worked great, but I haven't done a show personally and actually lived this out. And so I didn't feel confident enough in my abilities to be able to um, coach anybody on that specific prep yet. But then once coming, then, then once, um, now, and that was the purpose of coming through this um, season and doing these four shows was because I was like, okay, I know, I know this works, but we need to, we need to master it and see how to do it best. And I really need to do this and really need to, to, um, to do it the, the, the best that I can. So that was the, that was the motivation behind using a, um, a meat-based diet. And yeah, so the first one being as conservative as possible um, I was like, let's just use Robert Sykes's, uh, ketogenic bodybuilding book. I mean, this is a guy that has absolutely mastered like every aspect of ketogenic natural bodybuilding that you could possibly imagine. Um, and I think I discovered, I di- I either discovered him through your, your show or vice versa. So, um, God bless both of you guys, man. I don't know where I'd be without you, but, um, I was like, let's just do everything exactly the way that he says, even if it's not the way that I would particularly want to do it. And so we did that, even to the point of cutting out alcohol. And I'm someone that's been I'm I'm a I'm not an alcoholic, but I'm a one drink a day kind of guy. It goes great with helping like um, you know, I've I've never experienced anything um, I guess super negative from from alcohol use, but cutting it out, um, it actually changed my life in a in a lot in a lot of super positive ways. So uh basically went six months without any alcohol whatsoever, um, except for date nights here and there with my wife which are, which we st- strategically timed around refeed days <laughs> and then did the whole, uh, fat load and everything, just like he said, and it worked beautifully. Um, I was more, I, w- I was, I was harder. I was bigger. I was more conditioned than I, than I'd ever been before. Um, the judges actually told me that I was the leanest athlete on the stage. So that's that huge. Was, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. It, it was, it was a nice compliment, but I, I don't, before it, before it sounds too good to be true. Um, I definitely got my ass kicked by a lot of guys that were a lot bigger than me. So, uh, didn't, didn't place as well as I wanted to, but as far as conditioning, uh, yeah, no, particularly in the, particularly in the legs, um, a lot, a lot of running coming up to the show. And so that really helped the leg conditioning come along. Um, so that was the first one. And then the second one, I wanted to try it my way. My way is to use a high protein approach and, um, and, and, and I, and I did it, but, it was but but I was but I was stressed. I <laughs> I did a couple stupid things. I actually drank some beer and so I was bloated from the beer the night before. And uh I just I just I I kind of screwed up and take full responsibility for not peaking as well as I should have uh four weeks later. Um I actually had a drastic foot injury two weeks out, excuse me, four to four to six weeks out, if I recall correctly, before the first show. Um, and that was september 10th of 2022 um i'd lost a significant amount of leg mass because of that because i couldn't squat couldn't deadlift couldn't even squat my own body weight and this this was this was a drastic injury that was a that's an that's another entire conversation so lost a lot of leg mass um and, and actually robert sykes and i talked about that on our last interview which was a couple of weeks ago we talked about that for like a half hour um but my my whole goal between Then and the next uh, four and eight weeks after the first show, all the judges feedback was like, you got to get your leg mass back if you want to be more competitive, you got to get your leg mass back. Um, And so between so between that four weeks and um, eight weeks, which was which brought us up to the last shows, which was November's fourth and fourth and fifth, there were two shows back to back, man, that was brutal. (laughs) I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy Two bodybuilding shows within uh, within within 12 hours of each other to 24 hours of each other is definitely too much. Wow, Um, (laughs) Yeah. But what, but what was able to rebuild that by upping my protein. Um, I I just jacked it up as high as I could and stayed in ketosis. And I think the reason it paid off so well is because I was in ketosis and fat adapted, um, using, using very, very high fat ratios. I'm I'm talking 60, 70, 80% fat. And like, stupid low when i say stupid i don't mean that disrespectfully i just mean uh, extremely low um extremely low levels slang over here on the west coast i hope it's the same for you guys <laughs> yeah <heard> <laughs> um but 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 going for, um but using um high fat ratios for so long my body was just so adapted to being um was was so fat adapted to where i was able to um increase the protein and still stay in ketosis and just trained like, trained like crazy and got injury after injury <laughs> doing it. Um, and, and put my body through a lot more pain than, um, than, than was, than, than was really healthy. But on November 4th and 5th with the added leg mass and with the improvements in the physique that I was able to make from them to then um, on the, on November 4th, um, my, my physique was great. I placed great in uh, men's physique and I didn't place in classic physique, sadly. Um, the last show, which is going to be the last one for several years for me so that I can build more muscle and come back more competitive. Um, that very last one that I did was by far the best I've ever looked on stage. And I actually f- filled up, um, I, I ate carbs for the first time in a long time that night. Um, I filled out on about, six or seven pounds of sweet potatoes, if I remember correctly. And I, and I have all my wow. spreadsheets, here, so okay. I, can, yeah, I can give you the exact numbers if you want them. Um, but filling out on sweet potatoes made me way bigger, way harder, and way drier because I already knew that these guys had me on size. I knew I didn't stand a chance in hell on beating anybody in size, but I knew that nobody else stood a chance against me on uh, conditioning alone. Um, or posing alone conditioning and posing were my strong points going in so going into this last show I was like all right we got posing working in our favor we got I say R because my service dog um, Zion goes with me everywhere <laughs> so um so I got my so all right so I got posing in my favor I got um I got my conditioning in my favor mass is where I'm gonna just get absolutely destroyed so let's just go all out and get as big as we possibly can for this last one and, um, and make a thing about it. So I ate, I ate so many sweet potatoes, dude. And then I woke up in the middle of the night and shoved down some more and I woke up and had some more for breakfast and, uh, yeah, got, and, and got, and got fifth place actually in classic physique. So <laughs> nice. Yeah. yeah, that's, that's awesome.
1: Um, <laughs> it's really cool that you're so willing to try different things on yourself and experiment because I'm sure it makes you a better coach as well.
2: Yeah, you know, it's just I'm, I'm never gonna tell, I'm never gonna tell somebody ever to do something that I um, haven't done personally. I just don't think that would be ethical.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a great approach. And uh, I was gonna ask you, but it, it sounds like you kind of mentioned it there. Um, what are your goals going forward? It sounds like you're gonna step away and try to build size.
2: Yeah, so uh, bodybuilding goals and family goals, those are two completely different subjects right now. Um, and actually, they're they work together in harmony because it, it is, it is our business. Our, 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 business is our family. Our, our family is our business. My wife does this too. She's going to start, um, getting ready for her first show and she's going to do it on an all ketogenic diet. Um, so cool. should- <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. But, um, that, so, uh, as far, so as far as bodybuilding goals go, um, that's yeah, probably about a five or 10 year project to be, to be able to put on the, kind of muscle that I need to be able to be competitive and uh, I really do want to be an IFBB pro I really really do whether um uh, wh- wh- whether that's the direction that god continues to call me to go in 5 or 10 years great or whether something else happens who knows but um yeah no after this last one I'm like I think that I think that 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 um that experience just ah, it does something to you man it it makes it to where you're like okay what's the next step what's what's the next step like it's addicting, you know, uh, yeah. not, 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 not winning, not losing, certainly, but, but, uh, but, but competing and being in the grind. It's like, it's just so much part of my life. I can't ever step away from it again. I have to know what the next goal is. Yeah. So between now and then we have a whole bunch of business goals that we want to accomplish and a lot that we want to do with our family. Um, my son is, um, Uh, We're working a lot on his speech development right now at the moment. And so I want to take some time off and just kind of focus on him for a while and, uh, and just focus on that because bodybuilding is, in a lot of ways, it's very true of what it's accused of. It's very narcissistic. It's very self-focused and uh, demanding. It has to be, it has to be because you're the science project. You're the piece of art that you're shaping, you know? And so it's in, in, in one way. You can feel a lot of guilt when you when you have that kind of um focus on yourself and it can cause anxiety it can cause depression when you're so focused on you and i just think the best advice to anybody that um that struggles with that in bodybuilding because i think to some degree that we we, we all do is to overcompensate before and after and so now it's like okay tailors the show i'm done competing for a long time let's maintain the conditioning let's maintain the hardness because now we know how to do it right and so let's um stay stay on let's keep the fats high um give my body the signal that we got a lot of fat coming in no no reason to necessarily go crazy about uh being at a low level of body fat i don't know if that's scientifically true but that's the way that i like to think about it (laughs) And it and it makes sense um but having but then that's when my focus is on my dog. And that's when my focus is on my kids. And that's when my focus is on my faith. Um my focus got, I guess, in a sense, way deeper in, in into my faith because I just realized that I couldn't do it alone. So I had to really depend on um certain cert, uh favorite Bible verses, getting deep into a in, into a um a, a strict, non-negotiable devotional life. Um but before and but before and after the shows, just give people a heads up. Especially if you're married, that um, you know I'm not going to be able to stay up super late with the kids every night the last couple of weeks, and um, this is going to be a grind. So, yeah, we went through we went, we went through a lot these last these these last couple months, but um, we don't have any regrets. And now it's just like I feel like the the weight the world is lifted off my shoulders, and I'm able to be a dad, I'm able to be a husband, I'm able to um, I'm, I'm, I'm able to do the kind of stuff that I think life is really about. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's but work. We're, but we're coming back and we're winning big at some point. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. You've got, you've got an excellent head on your shoulders, Colton. I think you're really, um, a person I look up to as a father and as a leader in your family, because oh, you don't know oh, me well I,
2: enough. And, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I
1: no, it. seriously. I, 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 um, really respect how much, um, you take all those responsibilities seriously and do such a great job of integrating them. Um, and uh, one thing, um, before we talk about clients, there were two mm-hmm. things I saw you post about recently on Instagram. Um, and if people don't follow Colt on Instagram, definitely check him out. He has some great content up there. Um, but you talked about tracking and like asking people if they always track. Um, and I always find it so funny how you have, you always have your diets on a printed out sheet of paper rather than using like an app like <laughs> chronometer. Yeah. Um, You're just old school. Is that why you do it? (laughs) Oh yeah. Oh oh, yeah. Yeah. That's why I do classic physique too. I got a freaking. model. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Nice.
1: So um, yeah. Do you, I wanted to ask you, like how do you think about tracking? Do you always track? um, And there's no right or wrong answer by the way.
2: Yeah. Um, So I'm a, I'm, I'm very much um, a perfectionist. So if, so if I do something, it's, it's beautiful. Like if I, uh, in, in my mind, is, is that reality? No, of course not. But I think it's beautiful. My dog thinks it's beautiful, so that's um sometimes that's the win that we need to get through the day. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but uh, but yes, yeah, so when it comes to tracking and, and 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 being and being a perfectionist, um, I I I, I I I I I I'm an all or nothing guy, and so it's I'm either on a diet that's working and it's working great, and uh, and, and and I'm nailing my macros, bam, every single day but if I go over, but if I go hundred calories over, um, I was going to say, excuse my language, but I'm not, I'm not going to say it, it just, it really messes with my head.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to be as graphic and as real as I can, but, <laughs> uh, but it, it, it very much, me- it very much messes messes with my head. So yes, to answer your question, I track, uh, macros very meticulously year round. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, I'm the same way. I, r- I really like to know, um, what I'm doing. I find it pretty easy to just like crack and then after a certain number of weeks if i'm basically eating the same thing each day um mm. i don't actually enter it in or anything because it's the exact same portions of the same foods pretty much every day or maybe i'll rotate between two days right uh, and so that makes it very simple and i just don't even have to think about it but
2: yeah, yeah, that's awesome. And and there's day there's days where you there's days where you can wing it and you know not feel too bad about it and go oh crap I'm out of avocados okay what can I use instead of avocado yeah. or oh shoot um, not as much of this fat cooked out of the bacon as I thought it would so it's probably more calories than I think it is oh I know somebody else that likes that, 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 that likes bacon fat and <laughs> like, <laughs> nice <laughs> um, and so yeah
1: I, I want to talk about clients a bit. Um, and oh, one last question before I forget, um, you, you did such a great job of talking about like how contest prep can be demanding and narcissistic and selfish in some ways. Um, but it it seems like you're really concerned with, um, you know, making sure you're there for your son and your wife and, and the rest of your family. Are you ever concerned that, um, how you eat or seeing you do contest preps, um, could affect your children in any way
2: uh, negatively or po- or or positive either either
1: yeah
2: oh yeah um, ne- ne- negatively to the point to where it's like I'm not spending as much time with them be- before and after a show I can't that's that's uh, uh you, you, have, you have kids right not yet just not, a dog not, not, not. okay for sorry sure okay 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 um but uh it's one of the most stressful, demanding things that you can possibly do when you, especially when your kids are are two and four. And so, um, that that's just, it's, 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 it's an emotional task. That's very, um, it's, it's very, very demanding. And when, and when your willpower and when you know your history with, uh, with, with bit, with binge eating and how easy it is to fall off the wagon and how much it sucks and how deep and dark of a pit that is and how impossible it feels like to get out once you're in it. Um, I didn't ever want to go back there. Taylor doesn't want to see me go through that again. She's seen me go through some shit, man. She's seen me go through some, um, through some, through some really hard times before get, before getting on track with a, with a carnivore diet and getting on track with a meat base, with the with a, uh, just a good diet and accountability coach and a, and a good support network and her and her and her knowing, um, kind of what we need, um, for our business to move forward. You know, um, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not the kind of guy that can work for somebody else. There's one or two things that I'm good at, and um, and I'm and I'm good at it, and pretty much everything else, forget it. And so Taylor and I are both like, okay, the best thing that we have going for us and for our family is um is is us doing these shows and what we know about nutrition, what we know about bodybuilding, our experience, and all the and all the clients that we've coached. It's like this is this is, this is our this is our resume. So let's go so let's go with it. And um, so she understands if I'm um not 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 super feeling up to going out on a lot of date nights sure. you know she knows that she she knows that i would rather just say no to a glass of wine because um this is pretty common in bodybuilding but um it's not that bodybuilders seem to be against alcohol from what I've noticed but i i just don't see bodybuilding and alcohol um as being very commonly correlated yeah um you you just you get to a point to where you you're trying to get down to three percent body fat and um <laughs> empty calories got to go man and alcohol is definitely an empty calorie that is not helping get down to three percent body fat so yeah but I'm, I'm i'm married to a really amazing woman man she, yeah she, she knows all of our clients just as well as i do um she's group uh group 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 texted group copied and all of it started with just the ladies that we were coaching. And then, I mean, now I'd say most of our clients are 80, 80 to 90% women right now. Um, but she, um, we, we, we started that because it was, it was just good business practice. And we're like, well, this is really convenient because then like, if I mix a text, you know, she, she's on top of it. And so some of the workout plans, I write some of the workout plans she writes. And, um, and, and, it, and it's cool because it keeps everybody, it keeps everybody connected. You know, we train about 15 people at a time. Any, any, any more is just like, I can't spend as much time with everybody as we, as we want to. Cause we have a very hands-on approach. Talk to everybody every single day over the phone, um, over video chat, whatever, what, whatever, whatever's most convenient for them typically. Um, and then um and, and, that, and then yeah I mean some 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 meal, some meal plans where like, were, were, um, where I'm like okay here's this person's meal plan and Taylor looks it over and she's like no, I think we should change it to this this and this this person doesn't like avocados <laughs> <And> I'm like <laughs> yeah, <you're> right <laughs> yeah it sounds like a fantastic team um,
1: and yeah so let's talk a little bit more about your clients what types of problems are most clients um, coming to you with and what are they struggling with and, and how do you
2: help them okay um, so when I would say that the biggest niche and the biggest calling and what we've um really seemed to um hit home hit home with is being able to combine um a meat-based diet with being able to structure and shape the way that your body the, the way that you want your body how to look within reason. You know, not everybody wants to be a competitor. So um it, so if somebody was to ask us what do you guys do for a living we would say we're bodybuilding coaches. Um now as far as far as as far as what that, as far as what that means, I, I would say health first. Bodybuilding coaches, um, yes, health is a priority. Yes, um, aesthetics is a priority. Um, but just um, speaking from my faith, I believe that my body is a temple, and uh, and, and I believe that temples should should look good. <laughs> I think you should take care of them, and I think looking good is a part of it. I really, really do. I believe that, um, and I think that that I, I think that's true to an extent, but not at the expense of your health. Um, you got to know when to push that envelope, and there's so much gray area. Um, there, there's, there, there comes a point to where you're like, is getting fifth place really worth it? Or it, like, because, because that that that'll be that'll be that'll be great exposure. That that'll be that'll be great that I, that I that I placed at this show. Um, that'd be awesome. That'd be a good business move. But man, that I'm gonna I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to focus, and I'm gonna have to uh, basically get as much sleep as possible, eat as much protein as possible, lift as heavy as possible, and if I get injured screw it um you know take uh, the, the more injuries I get the more painkillers I get and I just get through it and 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 and, ch- and try to get that trophy and um yeah I have I have I have some I have some regrets partic- particularly having to um like not go to church as much that really took a toll on um kind of just my overall well-being and now going back into ch- now now getting back to church every Sunday now getting back into Bible study every Tuesday and Wednesday night it's like um together with the family, just feeling a lot better overall. Um, but yeah, that, um, uh, be, being, being able, be, being, being able to combine, being able to combine the two, um, is it's, it's, it's a lot, it's a lot of gray area. And I think some people just need some help and, and, and accountability to, um, to make it work. So I would say, I would say that's kind of where we fit in in the industry.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, um, how how has it been like starting to coach people to stage and coaching clients doing their own competitions?
2: Yeah. And you know, so like um we're, us being health first bodybuilding coaches, I, I believe that if you're changing the way that you're that you're that you look, you're a bodybuilder. So um uh, and I heard that from Dorian Yates. So um if if you're if if you're lifting weights in the hopes of building muscle and and, and making your body look a certain way, that's by definition what the word is. Now, whether you compete. That's a different conversation. Um, I would say about a, a third to a half, some somewhere around there, of our clients that we're training now are competitors. They have competitions on the schedule. Um, there's a third of peep. There's a third of them that are like, you know what? Um, I do want to do a competition, but I'm nowhere near competition shape. Like I'm uh, f- five foot whatever and two hundred whatever pounds. Like I'm just I'm just not comfortable stepping on stepping on stage anytime soon but it's a bucket list item and it's three years out and I really want to hit it. Um, great. I think a meat-based diet for someone like that um, for for a long period of time um, using diet breaks here and there um, and then going back and forth between keto and and, and, a, and, a, and a high protein approach, I think that would be really healthy. I think that would be great for somebody like that. And so that's kind of where the, um, the second, third category is. And then we have a handful of people that are just like, Hey, I want to look like a bodybuilder. I'm ai I'm I want, I want to, I love the carnivore diet. Basically all I eat is meat and salt. You'd be surprised how many people come to us and say like, I literally eat nothing but, but meat and salt because I'm, <laughs> because I'm really into the carnivore diet. And yeah. And can you do it as a bodybuilder? And I'm like, I think we're best friends now. <laughs> you know? um, and so then, and so we, so we have a lot of people like that that are just like in their, in their, you know, in their fifties and sixties and they're, they, they just, Want to be want to be healthier, but they're like, you know what? Um, I want to I want to push the envelope. I want to see how much muscle I can put on. I want to see how far I can take aesthetics within the context of a carnivore diet. But I'm not going to step in front of a whole bunch of people in my underwear to get judged. So that's up to them.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. I think I I totally agree with the idea that anyone who everyone is a bodybuilder, Um, whether you're stepping on stage or just trying to lose some weight. Um, I heard, uh, bodybuilder. I really like and respect Alberto Nunez. Um, he was talking about how, if you think about it, bodybuilding is the most popular sport in the world (laughs) because everybody wants to look better. Everyone wants to improve the way they look or change the way they look in some way. Um, That,
2: that reminds me of something I heard on mind pump. They did a study that it's, that more people that more people, if they really get honest with themselves, would rather have a six pack than they would a million dollars. I don't know if that's mm. true because I've I've never had a million dollars. <laughs> Sounds like a lot of fun though. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and then that yeah that was that was the that was the, fr- that was the first one. And then and the second one was that um, statistically speaking, there's like more there, there's more people that are millionaires than have six packs. And 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 then and then wow. actually maintain them for the same for the same amount of time
1: yeah that's that's really interesting (laughs) um i'll have to look into that (laughs)
2: That (laughs) yeah i'll I'll have to Um, go back and find that episode yeah 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 the studies and everything
1: yeah cool um well colt thank you so much for coming on today it's always awesome to chat with you. you i think you're doing fantastic work and i really enjoy learning from you and following along and i'm sure other folks will as well um, where can folks find you? And I'll have links to everything in the show notes too.
2: Yeah, the best two places are going to be our YouTube channel, which is Skullbells TV. Um, I think we're getting close to either 500 or a thousand subscribers, and so that's kind of the next awesome. milestone. But yeah, all, all all of our growth has been up to uh, has been organic up to this point. So praise God. Um, it's Skullbells TV. S K U L L B E L L Z T V um and then that and instagram so instagram is at colt melton c-o-l-t-m-i-l-t-o-n um those are yeah those we hit pretty hard every single day and put out as much content as we possibly can so
1: awesome great well i'll have links to those and thanks again
0: for your time colt
2: you bet thank you scott
0: thank you for listening to this episode of the carnivore cast if you enjoyed this episode please review on itunes it really helps us out and share it with a friend what questions would you like answered or who would you like to hear from in the carnivore research community? You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at CarnivoreCast or go to CarnivoreCast.com. You can also email me at info at I'd love to hear from you. Until next time, keep it carnivore.